4: Equal housing opportunity. What does it say that Fox News is nicer to me than the lefties are? I'm sorry? What does it say? That the conservatives are nicer to me. It's
3: a bizarre world, man.
4: It's such a bizarre Mm -hmm. world. You know, I'm such a lefty. I mean, I'm a serious lefty. But there's so, I understand why people on the right call them godless. I mean, it's like, I didn't think the left was as mean as the right. They are.
1: That's Marianne (sighs) Williamson caught on open mic. Yeah, because people on the right think people on the left are misguided. People on the left think people on the right are evil. And listen, the right has plenty of self-righteousness. I mean, come on. Let's be serious. Uh, but it's just, it, mostly, it's a different sort. She will not be on the debate stage. And, and you stage. know what, honestly, when it's not, shame on you. If you're uh, unkind, you have no excuse, you know, as a conservative. Live out your values.
5: She will not be on the debate stage tonight. Uh, Ten candidates will for only three hours, so don't blink and you'll miss it. Oh, oh that hurts. Uh, but I'm excited about
1: this. Uh, Sam Stein is reporting. I'm not excited about anything because Tulsi Gabbard's not on stage and she's super cute. Wow. Andrew Yang's campaign manager just called
5: to tell me that at tomorrow night's debate, Yang will be doing something no presidential candidate has ever done
2: before in history.
1: That's a <sighs> quote. That could uh, be a lot of different things. My huh.
2: guess is at the end of every answer, he's, he's just going to dab.
1: Yes. There you go. Or just uh,
2: shout, booyah! <laughs> Or whiz behind the
5: podium
1: like it's a urinal. You don't know what he's going to do. Or call Bullspit on every answer he thinks was Bullspit. Anyway.
5: Hey, uh, Elizabeth,
1: that's Bullspit, he'll say.
5: If you're a normal person, you'll take in a little of the debate tonight and maybe a little of the coverage afterwards. Uh, We'll have the highlights and uh, the the analysis
1: for you tomorrow. I think that's performing a valuable service for America. I I think so, too. I actually think
5: it is. I'll put a fair amount of effort into... uh, Seeing what all kinds of different people think on the left and the right about what was said and bring that to you. That's one of the great things about Twitter. You have instant access to all the people that, you know, are political influencers to me that I always wonder what they think of things, they can yep. immediately immediately find
1: out. What are your two main storylines? I'm asking you. For tonight? Yes. Jack T. Armstrong. The T is for tap dance.
5: Well, a big picture main storyline is that these debates generally have no effect. I mean, there's very
1: little evidence that they have any effect on anything. No, you're bad at this. I'm I'm sorry to be so blunt, but you're bad at your job. Come on now. Where's the drama? My
5: other storyline would be, um, is there any indication that Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders recognize that the only way they can get the nomination is by getting the other person out of the race and go after each other Yeah, i don't see that happening i don't but see it, it happening possible. either but yeah. it's the
1: fact i think you want to outshine You're going the other to one. lose yeah. you're
5: going to lose they will both stay in clear to the end biden will win every state because they're splitting the the vote the progressive vote mm-hmm. and he'll be the nominee yeah. so you either
1: accept well, that or you try man. to take out one of the other ones there's no denying that yeah uh, you know uh, bernie would ruin america and Elizabeth Warren would ruin America. They won't get the chance. But There's they're no both way. very good at their jobs. There's no way either one of them get elected president. I mean, they're both very good at at uh, at turning the folks on and rousing the rabble. Sure. they, they got to the respect same, their skills. They said the same thing about Trump. Oh, Jack.
5: no doubt, including me. The, I, yes, I, they did. Thank you, positive, Sean. Including me, <laughs> I said the same thing about God Trump. got to come up and there. It depends on how much policies matter. If Their policies poll horribly. Uh, letting people across the border uh, and not calling it a crime, a free health care for elite, all, all that stuff. It, it
1: pours. It, it pulls terribly. It's right. Right. not even close to popular. Right. Yeah. Couldn't be worse. So here are my two storylines. Number one, if Elizabeth has a good night, she becomes the challenger to Biden. That's what I predict. And and many of the two percenters will fall away. But that's stating the obvious storyline. Number two, does old man Biden come off like an old guy. Um, and I think there's a high danger of that. Three hours. He's
5: got to play not to lose, right? Instead of play to win, he doesn't need to hit a home run ball. He just needs not to
1: come off as a doddering old fool. He needs to, well, low bar, but that's good. That's good. I want good.
3: to be clear. I'm, I'm not, not going nuts. Going nuts. As, as a man
1: with poor, uh, uh, jumping skills, I appreciate a low bar, um, and always have.
2: <laughs> well, this is the first debate where Biden is on the stage with the, the lefter wing of, the primary candidates right first
1: time with liz yeah and, and
2: bernie they'd been split right? up okay
1: yeah fair enough but so if i'm biden i am and, and if his prep people aren't doing this he needs new prep people Get- joe wait, wake up wake up <laughs> it's debate De- time the joe the debate is tonight the prep needs to be some good strong coffee um
5: <laughs> Gephardt has got no that was 1988
1: this Dick is 2019 will never be elected joe <laughs> John, I'm begging you. I know there are a lot of people up here, but you have to figure out their names. Uh, no, he has to have, you know, two to seven well rehearsed positive sounding platitudes about, and, and he will have to just plug and play different words. I mean, this is off the top of my head, but the key to American healthcare is that we make it fair and affordable for average families. And we can do that. And then the key to American trade policy is that we make it fair and affordable for American families. And we can do that. <laughs> and he just, you know, that sort of thing. Right. That's good enough. That's what a lot Back of politicians do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If he, uh, I tell that'll, you, what, that'll kill me. Listen, if it's infinitely clear to me, What he needs to do and avoid. Believe me, the pros on his staff, because he's got a lot of the good ones, they know it too. I don't know. And if he does not deliver tonight, it's because he's a doddering old fool. It's in Texas. And if the crowd
5: if the crowd is as progressive as the crowds have been in the past, he says something like that. And then Elizabeth Warren says, well, his health care leaves people out, and I want a health care plan where everyone is covered because every American deserves health care. And the crowd will cheer like crazy. Yes.
2: And Biden will start bleeding from the ear. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 There's no no such
5: thing as an illegal human being or a human being that doesn't deserve health care, and the crowd will cheer like crazy.
1: Right. And then does Uncle Joe... Just sit there looking chagrined, because that's his habit. He just stops talking as soon as somebody tells him to stop talking. Like, and and listen, this is not for humor. There are times he seems so cowed. I mean, because every single candidate, both nights last time, the dope moderator would say, that's time. they just plow through and finish their thought, finish their sentence. Joe Biden would stop immediately, mid-sentence, and kind of cower Like he was an elder who'd been abused. Oh, my God. Seriously. No, I I felt bad for him. I felt like he was being bullied. And he was the only guy. And you point out the dynamics of the live crowds. I mean, those crowds are crazy left. Right. I was watching some highlights last night Tucker
5: Carlson had the way the crowd cheered. When uh, the first candidate brought up the idea of free health care for illegals. right, And everybody was like, yeah! Not the, wow, that is not what America <laughs> thinks. Right. You might have every person in this room, you might have every person in America that believes that in this room right now.
1: <laughs> wow, well, yeah, well said. It is definitely an odd subset of humanity that's at those debates. So, anyway, I'm curious to see if Joe is... Completely uh, cowed and bullied and unassertive, any he, he runs up against a crowd like that, it's unfair to him. It's interesting that
5: Democrats do that. I, I don't know what the you know the party powerful people think, but why would you want to put the guy that's at least right now most likely to get the nomination in a position? where the crowd is against him, and he has to shout down the crowd and, like, you know, talk truth to the
1: crowd. Because oh, yeah. he would have to say to the crowd, look, we can't afford that. That's undoable. That's a fantasy land. Right. Which might get him the nomination. That's what he ought to do. But does he have the the, the guts and the cajones and, and the... Well, I, I almost went with the triple redundancy. Uh, does he have what it takes... To assert that sort of thing clearly and forcefully in the face of an entirely communist live audience. a wonder.
5: John Delaney tried to do that with Elizabeth Warren on one of the
1: debate stages a while back.
5: I saw the highlight last night, and he he, saw that myself. He basically basically said that we can't afford it; it's undoable, and and uh, putting out these policies that can't work. You know what's the point of that? And Elizabeth Warren said, "What's the point of running for president if you're not going to go with big bold
1: ideas?" And the crowd cheered like crazy. If you're going to spend your time worrying about what we can't do, and the crowd goes crazy because that's and again. Why am I a sexist? That's college sophomore girl or high school logic. I mean, that's entirely emotional, uh, hang-in-there-baby, motivational poster-style logic. But it works on that crowd. So, we'll see. And I mean, that's a tough position for Biden to be
5: in, because then he's got to be the grown-up in the room. And nobody wants to be the grown-up in the room and have the crowd say, like, okay, right. maybe you're right. Grumble, grumble.
3: If you're Biden, you want to be younger, but not too young. Remember when Hillary did this? Pokemon, go to the polls.
1: (laughs) Don't try that hard. Rough moment, but the crowd went wild. (laughs) The crowd went wild, and America mocked her endlessly. (laughs) Speaking of high school, though, let's take a look at tonight, like the high school uh, lunch table. This is very sad. The cute girl is out. The crazy chick is out. But the funny guy is in. Yang. Yang is hanging on and is vowed to do something that's never been done before. Which
5: is something to look forward to. Does, do, does Beto <laughs> speak Spanish? It's got the whole Univision
1: tie-in Please. again tonight. So and take a drink. Take a shot. Every time he says something is a right, Ish. you'll be hospitalized by the end of the night. Uh, a couple of things I want to get to. Interesting
5: article in the New York Times about how college admissions actually work at your Ivy League schools. Turns out it's way, way about the money and not so much about diversity and all no. that sort of stuff. Imagine that, that they were lying about that all these years. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: What uh, universities actually do in terms of admitting students, especially at the elite universities, in a moment.
1: Yeah, I just want to pay this off because I I mentioned it a while back, and I feel bad when when I keep you waiting this long. But um, an anonymous uh, source, and by the way, those of you who know a lot about the show, it's not my brother. um, But an anonymous source in the U.S. Navy agrees with our military analyst, Mike Lyons, who, who asserted the other day that he believes... China and the United States will be exchanging ordinance, as he put it, uh, before too terribly long in the South China Sea. And that's Chi- a clinical
2: way of saying what?
1: Shooting at each other.
5: Which is, which I found a, a shocking statement from a guy that does not make shocking
1: statements. Oh, no, no. Mike is, as you put it so ironically and, and funnily, he's not a bomb chucker. Um, He's probably actually chucked bombs in war. He, but, uh, he, he, Jack, he was a, an artillery commander. There you go. That was precisely <laughs> what he did. So he is a bomb chucker. All day long. Quite he's, literally. He's literally a bomb chucker,
5: but not figuratively right. a bomb chucker.
1: How odd.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: How odd. Um, anyway, uh, let's, Anyway, um, but uh, this source within the Navy agrees, as uh, China, just, you know, the very, very quick uh, explanation. They built these islands in the South China Sea. Pretty clever move. And, and, Got and, to give them credit for that. And said, yeah, they're our to- territory because we, uh, we built them, but don't worry about it because we won't uh, militarize them. They're just for, you know, science and sightseeing and that sort of thing. So we said, eh, we still don't like it, but all right, we're not going to make a big deal of it immediately they start constructing military bases on these things, saying, oh, so uh, look at this. Chinese territory now extends into what y'all call international waters. Not international anymore. And by the way, it's heavily fortified. So China has been doing this, and this is one of the things that the president, um, no matter what you think about him, has been pushing back against with not great success. So that's the situation we find ourselves in. And, And China wants, and they're fairly open about this, to have control over international shipping lanes so they can hold the world hostage to do their bidding. Um, You know, in a, in a variety of ways. Not not all related to shipping. If you think that, you're thinking about it wrong. It's just leverage. They're
5: making yeah, the calculation. Yeah, we don't like your trade
1: policy. If you want to run any of your ships through here, you'll rethink your trade policy or your missile policy or, or anything.
5: They're making the calculation clearly that if push comes to shove, if they say, no, this this is our territory now and we do what we want. Right. Without We don't ask you whether we can do it. We do whatever right. we want. Right. And you can understand why they would want that, by the way.
1: Well, um, every nation wants that, yeah. yeah.
5: Uh, but they're making the calculation that we wouldn't be willing to, to get into a war about that.
1: But this uh, naval source points out that uh, China, uh, because, in part because of their view of human beings and how expendable they are, and, um, and, and communist regimes do not worry about several or, or several hundred people dying to advance the cause of the state. It's not about no, the individual, like our wonderful country. It's about the, the good of the government and the people, the quote unquote people.
5: A dust up that caused a couple of thousand U.S. deaths would be huge, and oh, there'd yeah. be all kinds of you know, that wasn't a good idea, or was that a good idea? China wouldn't even make a ripple.
1: No, no, it's human cannon cannon fodder. At any rate, um, the point of view of our naval source is that they will do it to test reactions, weapons systems, policy, etc. At some point, you need to have a good, solid uh, knowledge of of your opponent's uh, capabilities. And the only way to do that is to test it. And so, and now, now I'm going on my own thinking based on you know my reading and thinking through the years. What they would do is um, is have one of their ships attack one or more of our ships um, and test the response. Then immediately disavow that commander and crew and say they went rogue. We're so sorry. They're going to be punished severely. In fact, you know what? We're going to execute them. And it reminds me of the, the I was just reading about the Khashoggi murder there that the uh, Saudis did. That uh, rogue dissident slash journalist. Now they got uh, several of the guys, allegedly, whether it actually happens or not, I'm not sure, but they got a lot of the guys who did it on trial. And and these guys are on trial. Yeah. They're like, you told us to do it. But the the, the Saudis will chop their heads off just to protect the, the the princes, right? China will do the same thing. They'll hang those guys out to dry. So, China is asshole! Yeah, amen to that, brother. Um, I love that clip. Uh, so that's something to look forward to. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? That's that's the way of the world and always has been. you sure. got to be tough. That's why the bateaus of the world are so pathetic. We're going to passive our way into a bright future as the United States. Please. There are people wanting to smash us in the face every single day, and we got to be ready to smash them back.
5: What's coming now, up in your news, Marshall Phillips?
3: Alaha's well, committee is debating impeachment with one leading GOP member calling out the Democrats for showboating. We're going to get into that. Meanwhile, you do have the debate, the big Democratic debate. The candidates gearing up for that one. And the decision has been made on trademarking the word the.
1: Okay. Uh, I use it all the time, so I'm critically interested in this. Is the one Republican calling them out for showboating a close friend of the Armstrong and Getty show? Indeed You might want to work that into your tease. Yes. Come on. Did somebody accidentally
5: say it was a three-hour debate tonight? That can't be right. It's got to be like an hour or two.
1: You're going to sit there. You're going to take it. It's three hours? Three hours. Oh, my God. Armstrong and Getty.
5: So I do want to get to that uh, college thing just because the, the hypocrisy of, of it is just is absolutely amazing and good for the New York Times and outing Ivy League schools for, by far, their priority in admissions is, are you wealthy enough to pay the full scholarship so they can make more money? trump's diversity and helping low-income kids all that crap that they lecture us about all the time Mm -hmm. they're not even close not even close to living up to their ideals it's not like it's not as much as it should be or
1: they claim no they're not even close they're just flat lying right hey i will tell you that well we're going to talk about in a couple minutes right yeah okay I will um, withhold my comments until then. News Now with Marshall Phillips.
3: Well, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee says they're planning to ramp up investigations of President Trump in the coming weeks. Democrat Jerry Nadler telling reporters that it's the next step in a process that could lead to impeachment. Nadler's comments coming after his committee approved rules governing possible impeachment. During the debate, though, that was going on, California representative and good friend of the Armstrong and Getty show, Tom McClintock, argued precedent shows the Judiciary Committee has never launched impeachment inquiries without being authorized by the full House. All you have to do is ask the House that it direct and authorize this committee to conduct an impeachment inquiry. That's all you have to do. Resolve that the House
1: authorizes the Judiciary Committee to conduct an inquiry into the impeachment of the president. It's that simple. I dare you to do it. In fact, I
3: double-dog dare you to do it. Oh, wait a Add minute. Have the House man. vote on those 18 words and then go at it. Why won't you do that? It's because you want to
1: give the illusion of impeachment without the reality of it. You're duping that portion of your base that is clamoring for impeachment into thinking you are when you aren't. That
0: is exactly s- what's going I on. I so like
1: it when I'm right.
0: That is exactly what I've been
5: saying. That is exactly what is happening. And yeah, it's pretty clever done. actually. Yeah. I think it's pretty clever. I don't know how good for America it is, but it's pretty clever. I believe it's section
1: 14, paragraph 3 that refers to double dog daring in the
2: Constitution.
1: <laughs> it's rarely invoked, Marshall. In it'll the- be it'll be it'll be a huge motivator
5: among, you know, yeah. a core group of people and it'll be a big story in MSNBC I'll clear up to the election and that sort of thing. <laughs> You know, it's clever maneuver.
3: Meanwhile, we've got final preparations underway for the next Democratic presidential debate tonight in Houston. Oh, boy. Ten, use,
1: your, use your excited voice. Go ahead.
3: Ten <laughs> candidates <laughs> made the cut for this three-hour event. And will take... Three the, <sighs> hours! <laughs> Woof. And they will oh. be taking the stage in the one-night three-hour debate on barbaric <laughs> yeah
1: no kidding <laughs> what what crime did i commit that i'm being sentenced to this awful awful well, what's the best way to take it in it's it's really not even that i think the echo chamber honestly I, well honestly i think our show and uh, listen yeah i know that's self-serving but you can't watch the whole thing no, i mean that's oh, pretty unrealistic it's so dry and and 3 quarters of the stuff not only will that they're proposing will never ever happen it'll never ever be proposed so, what are you looking for? You're looking for somebody who seems charismatic and strong and optimistic and, and intelligent and has good plans, blah, blah, blah. I'd say, once you get a good sense of that, you're out. The
5: problem, one of the problems with having it three hours long is if they have a significant point to make, or a zinger or whatever they're going to try to get in, because as we've talked about with various experts, it's a zinger fest more than anything else. And a gaff fest, uh, potentially. Yeah. Um uh he condense it into an hour or something they are going to have to get through their big lines right away man
1: in 3 hours
5: it's going to be so spread
1: out you know the wapo's oh, got a piece uh, today that i just scanned but it has to do with you know the the format of the debates and the different ways they could do it and i, and I haven't read it yet but you and i've been talking about this for a long time the way it's structured right now there's no reason for it to be structured no. like this it's no. just Sort of the way it's been done, going clear back uh, like a hundred years, and it's t- it's terrible. I mean, it's it's as if it's they're trying to prevent anybody from figuring out who to vote for,
2: right?
1: <laughs> and I guess it's because the networks are in charge, and they believe that they'll get better ratings by you know jumping around like a fruit fly, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth,
5: or as last time, endlessly pitting people against each other oh yeah an attempt right. to uh joe biden andrew yang said your plan won't work what would you like to say to andrew yang it's just you know trying make to make it angry fight. and
1: demeaning right and work in the fact that he's asian if you can because yes. we'd really get a lot of replays for it's that really tiring that that aspect yeah yeah randomly select the order so uh, you I, have each one of them make a three-minute speech on why they ought to be president <laughs>
5: Do I understand, Sean, that you have the task of actually taking in the three-hour
2: debate? And uh, oh, I'm going to watch it and I, then cutting up the uh, the. I'm I'm an odd bird. I actually find it riveting, and uh, the the two screen experience of watching it live while scrolling through my Twitter feed, seeing the people yep, that I, I follow that. And no, no, that react helps, to it, I right? really enjoy that. That helps. Talk about a man beautifully matched to his
1: work. Thank mm-hmm. you in advance. <laughs> <laughs> that that you, what do you think of this? You have each one of them do like a three-minute speech. That'd take a half an hour. If people won't hang on for that, they shouldn't vote. And then go in reverse order, like a good fantasy football draft, and have each one of them reply to the others. And then maybe go through three big issues and say, what's your position on this? You got 90 seconds. It's a forum. It's a candidate forum. Everybody would emerge from that thinking, wow, I really like X and Y. There'd be no, hey, say something mean about Elizabeth Warren not being an Indian. I mean, come on. It's kind of entertaining, but who cares?
3: Federal regulators have just rejected Ohio State University in its bid to trademark the mm. in front of OSU's name, saying such protection just really isn't necessary. The school in Columbus has aggressively marketed itself with the three-letter word with the Buckeye sports organizations, insisting on being advertised as teams from the Ohio State University and they
5: didn't want any other team to be able to do that is that the thing I mean because why would you need to trademark it they can still do it
3: no they asked the uh, US Patent and Trademark Office to make the single word the an exclusive Buckeyes right for use on t-shirts and baseball caps and hats and they so office then said, would no. you have
1: to like say to your kids hey do you want to go to a zoo because <laughs> you couldn't see, say the. Is he'd be in violation of copyright law?
3: It seems unworkable to me. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> the patent office said in their wisdom, turn the uh, turn them down. Oh, one last Hey, th- let's go out to
1: a backyard and play with a dog. <laughs> <sighs>
3: that damned ruling. Hey, <laughs> one last note. It would str- ruin American <laughs> life, is what it would do. Yeah, but clearly. The situation is out of prison. Mike Sorrentino starred on the MTV smash The Jersey Shore, surrendered himself to New York federal prison to serve That servant. sounds
5: about right. <laughs> <To>
3: <laughs> I think it was for
2: taxes, wasn't so it? tax yeah, so so evasion. Oh, that's
3: surprising. yeah. <laughs> To serve an eight-month sentence for, as Sean pointed out, tax evasion. He was freed this So
1: you're morning. telling me when he would go to various crap bars and do $1,000 appearances for two hours, he wasn't declaring all that income? I'll be
3: danged. Anyway, as soon as he got out this morning, he took to Twitter after his release,
2: writing, Turn Up, We Free. <laughs> Did he feature a picture of his abs? Because that was kind of a big thing of his brand. <laughs> man, that's kind of his thing. I'll bet he spent a lot of time working on him in prison. Uh, his daily routine when he was a free man was gym, tan, laundry. So you know, right. you can do most of that in in prison. I feel. <laughs> yeah, heck
3: yeah! That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm strong and Getty show the conscience
2: of the nation. <laughs> I hate that I know so much about the Jersey Shore show. I'm
0: impressed. You do? You do. Yeah. In it's no a way. Very, very, very impressive. Yeah.
5: So you're riveted by the three hours? See, I'm, in, I'm super interested in presidential politics and how people get elected, and I could be riveted for an hour, but I don't know if I can be riveted for three hours.
2: That's, I, that's I'm lot. endlessly fascinated by the, the, the horrible points people use to try to make their points. Like, <laughs> that, that's the best you came up with of making your, your example. Yeah, you're, as bad, uh, you're bad at your jobs.
1: I just, I just hate the format. Yes. You, some news anchor twit. Asks one of them, "What do we do about health care?" Then the next one, "What about trade with China?" And the other one, you know, "How about the border enforcement?" Well, I really want to address China, and then they do half and half. It's just, it's just yeah, bad. The, the
5: second screen experience does help, though. I mean, when anything happens for me to be able to jump over and see what Jonah Goldberg, for instance, thinks of, you know, that eye roll, um, <laughs> I
2: find that entertaining. But yeah. Well, Matt Matt Taibbi is a good one to follow for debates. Oh,
5: yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good choice right there. Um, I just there's I would be a bad parent if I told my kids uh, no 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 family time tonight. I'm going to spend the entire three hours live watching this debate so I can tweet. So. yeah,
1: I don't think it's necessary. If you honestly.
5: care about our comments, we'll have them tomorrow morning. Indeed. Um, strong,
1: strong comments, I do get and again s- Andrew Yang's campaign manager has vowed he will do something on stage that's never been done before <laughs> now that's a good tease yeah, uh, will he has crowd surfed will he attempt to crowd surf
5: with the candidates? I don't think Bernie and Elizabeth can hold him up. will he <laughs> Or out in the, <laughs> no, out in the crowd. No, okay. That's yeah. why they call it crowd Lig surfing. Himself out in the or, or will he? You, you know. want younger people if you're expecting yeah. them to support your body weight. <laughs> will, he, will
1: he defecate on stage? Well, I mean, no, I don't oh, think that. Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? say it's time for america to be adults we all have these parts he pulls down his pants right (laughs) and there must be medical care for these parts like all parts (laughs) and i'm for a universal care i don't something anything a hook
5: something gets a little of attention you know right yeah a moment yeah he Uh. needs a moment (laughs) we'll have it for you tomorrow
3: armstrong
1: The Armstrong and Getty
6: Show. Journalists like to ask that, right? Coming up next, how did we get a President Trump? Oh, I don't know. Have you ever been watching a television show or a movie where a journalist appears as themselves? Wolf Blitzer suddenly on House of Cards playing Wolf Blitzer? I don't know, Wolf. How did we get here? (laughs) Rachel Maddow playing Rachel Maddow. All of them. Brian Williams, Anderson Cooper. How did we get here? I don't know. Maybe because when you're interviewing Frank Underwood one minute and Donald Trump the next, we don't believe you anymore. You're not a journalist. You're an actor. Maybe that's the problem, Wolf. Maybe that's how we got here. Maybe because your role on House of Cards means more to you than your role as the fourth estate in our democracy. Maybe that's how we got here. And by the way, I'm not criticizing their acting. Wolf Blitzer gave a very fine performance as Wolf Blitzer. Very, very convincing. It was nuanced. I believed entirely that he was a fake journalist with no integrity. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? That's Ted Alexandro.
2: That's pretty good commentary, though. Yeah, I, uh, I've, I, I like that a lot.
1: Yeah, I don't care how you swing politically. Uh, cable news is bad. So, uh,
5: universities have been lecturing us about being bad people for quite a few years now. And certainly not enlightened enough. Right. And how we uh, especially need to
1: prize diversity. Uh, in 2004, Lauren oh, they're indoctrinating our kids to a point that's just terrifying
5: There's an article in the New York Times is all about how uh, at your uh, at most universities and even the Ivy League universities um, where they talk about this all the time, it's money is your ticket in way more than any sort of diverse background. Ah. And it just is, and has ah. been for a long time. In 2004, <laughs> way back in 2004, when Lawrence Summers was still the president of Harvard, before he got run out of the job for say, saying something that was true about uh, boys and girls in math. Right. Uh, but he looked around the college campus, and he was bothered by how the campus clearly was dominated by young people who had grown up in affluence. He said, this needs to change. I mean, we've got a college campus full of young, rich kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so they set out to, to really, really work hard at uh, coming up with policies where they could change that and get more low-income students. And they announced that they were going to give free tuition to low-income students and blah, blah, blah. And it got, made a lot of noise, and other universities adopted the platform and everything like that. So researchers in the New York Times and went back a few years later and found it had done hardly any good at all. I mean, it barely moved the needle. Hmm. And the New York Times says, and as of today, it's worse than it has been in years past. For all kinds of different reasons. And this is a really long article. We should link it at armstrongandgetty.com. But it's damned interesting. And they talk to lots of different people at admissions offices. Enrollment managers know they're they're the people that make the decisions in the the office at your university. Who gets in and who doesn't. Enrollment managers know there's no shortage of deserving low-income students applying to good college. They know this because they regularly reject them. Not because they don't want to admit these students, but because they just can't afford to. Most colleges need the money, or at least want the money. But a lot right. of them, a lot of them actually need the money. Even as as expensive as going to college has gotten to be, they have spent so much on layer and layer and layer of this and that right. that they actually need the money to keep the gig going. Well, right. they got more salaries to pay. There's way more people you got to pay.
1: Yeah, it's really a scam for like college-educated mid-level academics. Associate Dean. i got to break out the uh, random academic uh, title generator again. That's funny. funny,
5: In public, university leaders like to advertise the diversity of their freshman classes and their institution's generosity with financial aid. In private, they feel immense pressure to maintain tuition revenue and protect their school's elite status. Ooh, I like that part. So you're telling me that if you let in more low-income kids, you might not be as elite anymore. Boy, that's elitism, <laughs> right? We're not an elite school. We're a school full of elite people, and as in, we're the rich. We're the rich people. That is really something. Uh, the public and private are inevitably in conflict, and the place on each campus where the conflict plays out is in the admissions office. If you work in admissions at a place like Trinity, that's a, a private, that's expensive school that I I don't even know if I'd ever heard of it before, but they have the the tiniest percent. Of people that are even in the bottom third of incomes, and they have something like two-thirds of the student bodies in the top 4% of incomes in the country.
1: Nice. Um, That's some good diversity.
5: But they talk about how SAT scores play such a role everywhere. That's what they use as the excuse to let in rich kids. Um, parents have figured out that the SAT score is huge, they coach them up, they manage to get them a decent score, and that way these universities can let in the, the rich kid. I'll, well, Oh I'll read this paragraph. If you work in admissions at a place like Trinity or many of the other places, SAT scores can provide a convenient justification for admitting the kind of students you might feel before. Uh, feel compelled to accept because they can pay the full tuition. It's hard to feel good about choosing an academically undeserving rich kid over a striving and ambitious poor kid with better high school grades, but if the rich student you're admitting has a high enough SAT score, then you can justify it. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. Yeah, He's got a high SAT score, they ignore all the other stuff. They ignore... Your skin color, they ignore the fact that you come from a poor neighborhood. They ignore all that work you've done, your high school scores, all this, you know, working for charities. They ignore all that. Just go with the SAT score because that allows them to get the rich kid in and charge them full price. Right. So it's just, it's really just a different way. Everybody's so upset about the, the rich parents writing a check. It's a, just a different way of doing that. It's exactly the same thing.
1: Right. It's the same thing as donating $3 million to the golf team. Which is why I was so completely unoffended by that scandal. Of course they're doing that.
5: Yeah, that's how it works. It's exactly the same thing. If you take, if you got two equals, well, in this case, they're not even equals. The poor kid would have been a better choice for your college. Mm -hmm. But if you're choosing that kid just because he pays the full tuition, it's the same as if you wrote a check for the lacrosse team. Right. Right. Without the pretense. So here Stop it is. lecturing us universities.
1: Uh, well, and I find the entire notion of an elite university offensive because oh, that has so little to do with the classroom experience. Read, read the book, Where You Go is Not Who You'll Be. It's absolutely fabulous about colleges. Um, but I love the university title generator uh, here. They, they offer me Deputy Assistant Chair of Interdepartmental Compliance for the Task Force <laughs> on Academic Partnerships. But it only pays thirty-seven-five. It says, "Click here if this position is not prestigious enough for you." So I'll click, Associate Deputy Liaison to the Office of Donor Excellence. <laughs> wow, wait a minute—that's that's only a forty-two good. grand. I can't make it on that. Hang on, I got kids in this school myself. Oh, <laughs> congratulations! The screen went nuts. President of the University of Colorado. That's oh, that's crazy. a good one. 650 grand for the first year plus 31% raise second year. $200,000 bonus for basic elements of the job plus country club fees. That's what he gets paid. That's crazy. All right. I, I, that's too much for me. It sounds like too much stress. So they gave me deputy, I'm sorry, associate deputy manager of the Office of Alumni Affairs. When does this,
5: when does this whole thing finally collapse?
1: And those people outnumber teachers these days.
5: It's got to collapse of its own weight at some point, you would think